Hey everybody, welcome to the KF Podcast Wrestling Week in Review. I can't even talk for today, <laughs> May 8th. Um, oh, um, so yeah, it's May 8th. Uh, we're talking wrestling. We got um, WWE Money in the Bank coming up this weekend. Uh, we had live shows from both NXT and AEW. Uh, we're going to talk about that. Um, with me today is just Brock. Hey. Justin's hanging out. Um, uh, we'll also talk about the ratings war. And as always, we'll review the latest episode of Dark Side of the Ring at the end and see uh, what happened there. So, Brock, um, I actually did not watch SmackDown the last week. I kind of actually forgot all about it. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it, but I don't remember much of it. I, um, you know, I, we had like all our kids in and all that stuff. So like we were busy, we were playing games and I just like forgot all about it. I was like, oh, I don't <laughs> think I ever even watched SmackDown. Like, like it just, you didn't miss so, anything. Yeah. You didn't really miss anything more. Just, um, some build towards, um, uh, money in the bank. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the main takeaways from that was that Otis won. He qualified yeah. for money in the bank. Mandy didn't though. Carmella qualified. Um, I, I like the push that Otis is getting, but I f- kind of feel bad for Tucker. Yeah, because he was the better of the two in the ring, I thought. Yeah, and he's kind of getting forgotten. Mm-hmm. It always happens. They don't know what to do with the tag team. Yeah. You can you can send somebody out on a singles run and still keep the tag team going. Yeah. The yeah. Road Warriors used to do that all the time. Yeah, they have a hard time managing that, so... Yeah, poor, uh, you know, it's good for Otis, but poor Tucker. Maybe the Tucker will bounce back in here and they'll work something out. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Otis will get a shot at this crazy money in the bank or money in the roof or whatever the hell you want to call it. It's going to um, be great. It's going to be great. You going to watch it? Yeah, I'll try and watch it. Yeah, I'll probably get it. Um, Jeff Hardy coming back next week. They announced that. Uh, I think the Forgotten Sons were in action, so they're getting a little bit of a tag team play there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the other big thing was uh, we had Bray Wyatt and then Braun still continuing their feud and uh, yeah, you know all that stuff. So that'll be that'll be interesting to see where that goes. Um, Raw we had um, you had the VIP lounge uh, MVP just because he lives about a couple blocks away from the performance center, just <laughs> showing up every week, you know. Uh huh. So he had his thing. He had the three ladies on. Um, from Raw, I think Oscar's like hilarious right now. She's great. Like, I love all the craziness that she just yells and screams. I, I think it's a good direction. Like no one could understand her speaking English, so like they kind of just said fuck it and dropped it, and now she just screams in Japanese and yells at everybody, <laughs> and uh, she's like a lunatic. I love it. I think it's great. She's great. And they beat up. I can't stand Nyla Rose though. Nia Jax. Nia Jax. Nyla, well, I can't say Nyla Rose either, but Nia Jax, um, <laughs> you know, after her almost killing Kyrie Zane two weeks ago and then taking to Twitter and, like, complaining about it, like, mm-hmm. she went to Twitter and was like, all my haters can, like, whatever, and, like, posted some stupid dance video that she was doing. Yeah. Like, like you're acting like an immature – people were, like, railing her in the comments. They were like – we don't hate. We're not trying to hate on you. We're just saying that you're a sloppy worker and you're mm-hmm. gonna kill somebody in the ring. And yeah. here's your here's your There's, immature response. You're an adult and you're doing like dance off videos. You know. 
they, she is too, there's too much of a size difference between her and all these other girls for her to be that reckless because she could legit kill one of them. Yeah. She's too big and too strong throwing around these little girls. I'd like to see Shayna Baszler beat her up for real. That's what I said whenever I was watching on Monday and I was sitting there. I was like, you know what? I'd like to see Shayna Baszler just go into business for herself on her. And I don't know. Just clock her once and be like, whoops, I screwed up. How's it feel? Yeah. Because she would be able to hang. Yeah, she almost killed Becky the year before. You know, she almost, you know. Ruined the best storyline they had going. Yeah, shattered her face. I mean, she's just sloppy. And then, you know, I normally wouldn't, wouldn't, like, give her shit about it. But, like, when you take the Twitter and you just, like, act like you don't give a shit and you just, like, do immature posts, like, it's just it's just stupid. Because yeah, if you remember a couple years ago when Brie Bella had that string of botches where she hurt people, she was yeah. very apologetic about it. Yeah. Felt bad, like, made a public apology to everybody and stuff. I mean, that's just what you do. Yeah, everybody knows that you don't that wrestling is fake. You don't have to stay in character on Twitter and like do these things. You can do character posts, but like everyone knows you're, it's really you. So just apologize and move on. Mm-hmm. Um, then you had the last chance gauntlet match where Bobby Lashley utterly destroyed like three different guys in a row. And then gets disqualified for the stupidest reason I've ever seen. Cause yeah. he, listen, he pushed an official or whatever. <laughs> Or Bobby Lashley, then led to... Um, that was a shot at AEW, I think. Why? Because they, their whole narrative is that their officials mean nothing because they just everyone just does whatever they want. Yeah. So Bobby Lashley does something very minor to an official and gets DQ'd. I think yeah, that was a perhaps. shot. I wanted to see Lashley in it, but uh, I was happy with the end results because obviously AJ won. Um, in between, um, Selena Vega's group just keeps getting pummeled every week. So much for building them up. Yeah, uh, they just they just That's get rolled up like su- like suckers. Um, I don't think you'll see Angel Garza and Austin Theory on Raw after everything opens up. I don't think you'll see Theory. I think they'll keep Garza though. Maybe. I think they like Garza. Theory, I think, was just kind of a fill-in. Apparently, um, so AJ won. Um, some people were upset with how he came back. Like, what did you want him to do? Like, just be dead, really dead from The Undertaker? Like, yeah. <laughs> I saw a lot of comments were like, they just didn't do anything. He just showed up. I'm like, yeah, because he didn't really die. Like, <laughs> you know, like I like when he cut his promo and said, yeah, I was buried alive. So what? He's <laughs> like, I got out. <laughs> They showed him stick his hand up through the thing. Yeah, yeah he wasn't dead. <laughs> um, I'm glad AJ won. I think AJ should go for the title. I think yeah, he should win. win that match. You gotta have a heel win the Money in the Bank. Yeah, because I think uh, McIntyre retains. Yeah, and I think uh, Ray Wyatt's gonna get the other title back. And I, I think, think Ray Wyatt gets it, and and you can't do a run in with the Money in the Bank against the Fiend. That's kind of hard to do. Yeah. So you love to see a good villain hold the money in the bank, and that way he can screw someone over for a title. Mm -hmm. You don't want to see, like, you know, some of these other guys get it. It just doesn't make sense. Um, So Cedric Alexander and Ricochet's group is now officially called Two Fly. What a terrible name that is for a group. I'd rather them just be Ricochet and uh, Cedric Alexander. 
<laughs> and already, I mean, Florida's favorite tag team that they put together, already now they're losing now. They got beat by Brendan Vink and Shane Thorne. Apparently the w, apparently McMahon really likes Brendan Vink because he's six foot five, of course. Of course. Which I don't think Brendan Vink's that bad. I think he's not, you know, he's pretty good on the mic so far. He's very green, but I think yeah. there's a lot of potential for him. But, I mean, come on, Ricochet and Alexander, they can't win nothing i mean it's unbelievable the amount of times that they lose yeah it, like shane thorne's been there forever yeah shane thorne's been on nxt for a while so they're using him for something for a change but i hope it leads to uh ricochet and and, and um cedric turning heel yeah because that would be a great heel team losing all this time and start going something bad uh, but it was a night of tag teams because then it rolled right into uh, the Prophets and the Raiders, which was a pretty good match. But the Prophets just lose again to the Viking Raiders. <laughs> they like, can't beat the Viking Raiders again. Yeah, the Viking Raiders are not goofs. That was just a one week one off. Yeah, I guess. They're, yeah, they're serious again. <laughs> uh, they're just testing new things, see how it works, I guess. Uh, and then Charlotte Flair won, beat Liv Morgan, which was just kind of boring. And then McIntyre and Murphy. I give Murphy credit. He did a good job in this match. He's kind of like back, I guess, being Seth's disciple, huh? Yeah. Um, but most of it was billed towards Money in the Bank. So I figured we run down Money in the Bank, get our predictions. Um, okay. The WWE Championship match, McIntyre and Rollins, who do you like? I think McIntyre retains. I agree. Um then you have the Universal Championship match, Strowman versus The Fiend. I think The Fiend gets it right back. I think he gets it right back, too, and Braum goes back to just doing goofy stuff, and that's pretty much it for him for a while. <laughs> um, I saw a video on Braum Strowman's Instagram of him hitting softballs in his backyard. Because his dad was, like, a really good softball player. Uh-huh. It was, like, known in his town for, like, being, like, one of the best softball sports players like in the world like he was okay. really good and he and i mean he's as big as Braun. he's a huge dude so <laughs> Braun was like sitting there and he was like getting some exercise hitting these he was hitting these fucking softballs you couldn't even see them land like i didn't even know where they were landing people were like did that ball ever come down or just land in the next county like just crushing these balls he was hitting them off a tee it was it was unbelievable he's That's a strong cool. poor Braun. he kind of be a filler champion, I think, but yeah, like the Iron Sheik. Yeah. Um. Then you have a, a mess for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. I mean, <laughs> an, what's like one, two, three, like four teams are in it. Yeah. yeah I right. think the Sons are gonna end up with them. I think they should. They deserve it. Mhm. And you have Bailey versus Tamina. Tamina won't win. That'll just further. Yeah. The yeah, there's no way Tamina wins. Sasha getting involved and all that shit, you know. Um, then we have the Money in the Banks, which they're going to take place at the same time, right? <laughs> like we said. Um, so the women, you have Asuka, Baszler, Jax, Brooke, Lacey Evans, Carmella. Who do you like winning this? I feel like Shayna Baszler. I feel like she yeah. will, too. Keep her in the in the title picture for a while. Well, I think if you do this, then you can let her beat Becky, and it won't tarnish Becky. Yeah. Because like you can have Becky wrestle someone and and do the Shayna runs in and just like taps her out and then steals the belt off her, you uh -huh. know. And then you could have her with the belt for like 
you know, and Becky Chase in the belt again then. You know, that way Becky still looks strong, but she didn't lose. It's uh-huh. like a st- stone cold thing, protecting her that way, you know. Yeah, I'd be all right with that. Yeah, because Baszler deserves to win it at least once. Mm-hmm. But McMahon loves Becky, and he is protecting her, so. Yep. And then you have the men, Daniel Bryant, Rey Mysterio, Alistair Black, Corbin, Otis, and AJ. <sighs> Me, I could see, I think a villain's going to win it. I could see either Corbin or AJ. I could see Alistair Black or AJ. Okay. I think it's definitely going to be a raw guy that wins. Yeah, I think it's going to be a raw guy that wins too. What if Lesnar shows back up and wins it again? Uh, I hope not. Remember how mad people were last year when he did that? Yeah, so they'll probably do it again. Yeah, just to <laughs> piss people off. But yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, it should be interesting. I'll check it out. It'll be. I, I think if they shot it like they did the uh, the Boneyard match. It can be really interesting with a bunch yeah. of edits and some Hollywood stuff and yeah, some bunch of sure. spots. Lots of special effects and I, I want to see someone get thrown off the building <laughs> or through a window and like you know something like I want to see all kind of special effects and weird shit go on. Mm-hmm. It'll it'll I, I kind of wanted them to be separate, but like I get that they're probably just going to do like a whole hour of it. Of it's both going on. Either that or it's going to be, they'll be keep cutting back to it during other stuff, maybe. Yeah, maybe. And they'll go to the women's and then the, showing the women yeah. fighting and go to the men. Like in between right, so, matches showing like what, what's been happening or something right. like that. All right, so let's go to the Wednesday Night War. So um, start off on NXT. You had Johnny Gargano versus Dijakovic. Did you watch NXT? I did. Um, I like Johnny Gargano's new thing. I, I like the way he won. I, uh-huh. I, liked, I liked everything about it. I like him and Candice. I like the bad, the villainous stuff yeah. that they're doing, being all his matches and stuff, yeah, is really and cheating good. and all the cheating that they were doing. Um, I like Dijakovic, but I think you still got time to work with him. I, I'm fine with him taking a loss and yeah, Johnny. it didn't hurt him at all. Johnny is the first Triple Crown champion and everything. Yeah. Like a schmuck. Yeah, it was good. Um, and then a tournament, Tazawa, I think, beat Jack Gallagher. I kind of fast-forward to this one. It was just okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Zylee and Chelsea Green. It looks like they're trying to build out Robert Stone brands, recruiting, yeah. other, recruiting other women into it. Yeah, um, weird. Then you had the big reveal, the big first reveal. You had Karrion Cross, a.k.a. Killer Cross, with Scarlet. No more Scarlet Perdoe, just Scarlet. Um, last name in WWE. That's true. Versus the jobber. Um, what did you think first of the entrance? I thought it was good. I would rather her do the lines live though instead of lip syncing them. Yeah. So I think yeah. that 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 kind of took me out of it a little bit when she was saying the lines, but it was obviously coming through the. Yeah. She she like give her like a headset mic or something like I that. I think to make that's it look stuff that they'll work out. They may change that. Like you may that see them just awesome. I thought it was awesome, too. I thought he looked great. I mean, the apocalyptic stuff was great. I mean, some people were like, oh, that's not a good time for that. I'm like, oh, shut up. Don't be a baby. Like, you know, it's... It's, it's totally baby. different. <laughs> yeah, it's totally different. I, I think he looks great. It I looks mean, like he lost some weight. He's a little more shredded. Yeah. I mean, did two of those kind of like almost Kenny Omega-like Snapdragon kind of... Um, yeah, but he, things and that's that finisher that he did that to like choke hold. Like, I, I, I'm I'm totally excited for this dude. I think he ha- 
I, it sucks that he wasn't in front of a live audience, of course, because it would have been it would have been going that, that entrance live will be really cool. Yeah, well, you know, good entrance. She's good. I like the effect. I mean, they, they are good. Yeah, the, the the bird flying, and then with her standing on the stage, it looked like she had wings. Yeah, and then he like appears behind her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was cool. He's a, he's a cool dude. Yeah, I hope she wrestles too. Yeah, I hope she does too. I like when what's his name Todd Phillips was like. This guy's like the guy, like the damn devil in there. <laughs> like, yeah, it felt like he wanted to swear for a minute there. You'll have to watch it, Justin. The entrance was really cool. Yeah, go look at, go look up Karrion Cross and Scarlet's entrance from NXT. Um, then you had Charlotte Flair versus Io Shirai, another good match. Um, I, I, I get why they did that finisher because they're trying to protect Io. Um, yeah. But Charlotte has done that finish a couple times now. Or mm-hmm. like she thinks she can't that was like the Ronda Rousey finish. Like she yeah. got frustrated and used a kendo stick, you know. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. I mean, I guess they want to keep the belt on her just for Wednesday night ratings, I think is what the, all that is. But I like Io Shirai. They need to do something with her soon. Yeah, she's sooner good. and later. And Rhea yep. Ripley came back, which was good. It's good to see that they let her uh because I think she was quarantined for a while, so it's good to see that she's healthy. Yeah, Australia had really strict quarantine rules because she was in the states when she went back there. She was under like she—I don't think she was allowed to leave her house. Yeah, yeah. So good. I'm glad that she's back. Um, Kushida won in his match. This looks like it's going to be Drake Maverick fighting Kushida next week to see if like. Yeah, against impossible odds to see if he can stay alive in the tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the camera drive segment that he beat that dude like uh, quickly with his thing, and then he talked shit on Finn Balor, and Finn Balor came out and like got in his face <laughs> and just kicked the shit out of him. I I think they're kind of shying away from Finn Balor being bad. He's just kind of like a in badass. Between. Yeah, uh, he's in between. So I hope that the person attacking Balor maybe was Cross, because Balor and Cross would be an interesting. Right. Yeah, their styles would blend well, I think. Yeah, it would be cool. Um, and speaking of cool, Adam Cole defended his belt, and he won. Uh, one of my favorite segments of that was when the uh, Undisputed Era was running down the ring, and uh, what's his name? Uh, what's his name now? Dexter Loomis just slid yeah. out from under the ring like a <laughs> snake right at him. They were like, whoa, what the hell? That was pretty damn funny. Uh-huh. Dex- Dexter Loomis is great. I love Dexter Loomis. I was glad Adam Cole retained, though. Yeah, me too. He needed it. Um, so, yeah, that was that was NXT. Um, NXT it was a good show. NXT lost to AEW again. AEW was 732, NXT 663. So even with title matches, those numbers don't really change all that much. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just Raw numbers are low. SmackDown numbers are low. AEW numbers are low. TV in general is low. Which I doesn't mean, make sense because everyone's home. But you know what it is? I think everybody's binge watching. Yeah, they gotta be. People are home all day, so they're like, oh, I'm gonna watch The Office. So they just sit there and watch it, and they're not watching new stuff, mm-hmm. you know? And, and like I said, I think these other ra- I think these are the true wrestling fans. I think the other ones are the people like who are, well, there's no fans. I'm not gonna watch that. It's dumb. Mm-hmm. You know? But yeah, rate, live stuff is is ratings are are down all around, which, like you said, is 
nuts. I think that's because the Netflix and the Hulus and the binge stuff is what people are doing. Yeah, it has to be. So I have a little gripe here that I wanted to get into before we get into AEW. Okay. So, and um, this was also, and also I'm going to yell at Justin too. So remember, you remember a couple weeks ago when the WWE started doing live shows and everybody on the internet lost their fucking mind. Um, all the WWE paid off Florida's governor and gave him all this money and, and how are they essential and it's bullshit and they're making people travel during this and it's bullshit. And then what does AEW come out and do live from Jacksonville Jaguars football stadium last night, <laughs> a live fucking show. And everybody on the internet thought it was the greatest thing in the world. Uh, you know, and, I'm, and I want to say, Hey, AEW, maybe you should thank the WWE for getting that business essential because you went out now you're doing live shows too you assholes you know for everybody that said oh it was so bad they had old ass jake the snake roberts on and all these people they actually had fans around the ring and people there there was kids there wearing masks but in 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 attendance so like but you know now it's okay it was all family members apparently it was all family members it was safe it was fine i didn't really care that they had people there but you know it just cracked me up we had a section is what it seemed like in the stadium (laughs) It cracked me up that, you know, they got so much shit for why do they need to do live shows and they're paying off. The, and then all of a sudden, AEW is like, eh, well, we're doing it, too. And now it's all great. Now it's acceptable. Now it's wonderful. Everyone loves it. You know, and it's like, oh, OK, well, there you go. Why are you mad at Justin over this? Yeah, seriously. He, he was one of the ones that caught, that said that about, oh, the WWE paid off Florida to do live shows. Like, well, and I they said, did. Well, and I said, <laughs> this well, decision yeah. doesn't change that. But I said it will benefit everyone, and this is just showing that it's benefiting a lot of other people too. It's not just for them. <laughs> AEW benefiting from it greatly. It's your fault, Justin. It is fucking Justin. <laughs> So let's go into it. So starting off with, um, I did like I'm to go back on mute. I, I liked that they were back in Jacksonville, you know, and they had the their their shows are filmed in a fun way. Yeah. Um, I just love the know, crowd chatter. I mean, it doesn't have it's just something other than emptiness in the announcers, and it's just it, I think it adds so much to the show. But again, I, I, I will I will say if WWE put any kind of people in there, I guarantee you there would be people online going, that's not very safe. Oh, they're not protecting their talent. Mm-hmm. But here we see it, and it's you know the greatest thing in the world. I think it's fine. I think it's fine to have wrestlers and families there. It's fine. I'm sure they were absolutely safe in what they did and, and did it. Well, everyone was very socially distanced. You know, yeah. they, they had people up in the balcony. There was like three people in each section. Yeah a giant stadium <laughs> yeah so they were good um so it started with cody cody seems to start every aew now yeah. each week like in a match what's mm-hmm. janelle what did you think of this it was okay there are a couple of botches by janella but other than that it was all right well, i'm sure he hasn't wrestled in a while too so <laughs> it was good um next was nyla rose it was just kind of her squashing some boring person local talent um, then you have Moxley versus Frankie Kazarian. I was actually surprised Kazarian, like, got a lot of offense yeah. on him. Yeah, it's a good match. I still don't like John Moxley. And then afterwards, um, more shit that I have a problem with. So then you had the Dark Order attack John Moxley, 
And then Brody Lee came out dressed like Vince McMahon for some reason. You know, I don't know why he's not wearing his exalted one clothing anymore. And um, they beat him up and he basically said, I want a title match. And Moxley said, okay, now you have a title match. Yeah, because rankings matter. Now, if you remember, about a month ago, um, Seth Rollins attacked Drew McIntyre and then instantly challenged him for the title. And Drew accepted and got a match. And the marks went crazy. Why is Seth Rollins getting a title match? He hasn't beat anybody. He just lost. He, uh, you know, why isn't Kevin Owens getting it? Why isn't someone else getting it? And here in a in a company where you have ratings that matter, <laughs> Brody Lee just gets it because he asked. Yeah. And 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 it's the greatest thing in the world. They love it. No one had a problem with it. Simon Miller, that hypocritic asshole, had no problem with it. He was, oh, it's absolutely, it's great, it's wonderful. Oh yeah, you hated Seth getting getting the title match, but this is this is absolutely fine. This match worries me because, um, because you know Brody Lee's not going to win. Not, they're not taking that belt off Moxley. Moxley doesn't they leave him after the. Where does this leave the Dark Order and everything? Unless so, they do put him. I would be surprised if he got that belt right out right out of the gate. I, I would be Me okay too. with it. Me too, but I don't see them doing that. It's still ironic, though, that the only people that end up in these title matches are WWE guys. Sure. I mean, you know, here we are coming up on, like, you know, a year from this thing, you know, closing in in the summer. And what, Jericho, Moxley, Hager had a title shot. Now Cody. you have Cody had a title shot. Now you have... Um, Who else has had a title shot? I don't really think too much. Oh, well, Darby Allen had a title shot. Did he? Yeah. But if, yeah, um, right. really on him, if Brody Lee wins, it's another WWE champion. Mm-hmm. I, and your rating system, I know I complain about the rating system, but the first thing that annoys me about the rating system is that Cody Rhodes is ranked number one. Why the hell is he ranked number one when he can't challenge for the belt? That should disqualify him in ratings. You should take him out of ratings. Then. Well, there's a secondary title now, so that's why they're still going to be. So, yeah, but, you know, it's still like it's not like ratings for that belt. It's supposed to be ratings for. What's well, overall? So you have him there. Um, you have Brody Lee, who's 4-0 because people are like Brody Lee's undefeated. He hasn't fought anyone. He beat Marco Stunt and three jobbers. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Anybody can beat four and zero against Marco Sutton, three jobbers. <laughs> Kenny Omega is actually ranked higher than him. I'm like, why is Kenny Omega not have a title shot then? He's a tag team champion. Their their rating system makes no fucking sense at all. If he's a tag champion, then why the hell is he in the men's category <laughs> too? I hate AEW ranking systems. I think they need to throw it out the window and do booking like they did last night. You challenge a guy, he challenges you. He's the number one contender. <laughs> You know, get out of here with that shit. It's so obnoxious. And then I like the botch where they didn't even record Brody Lee stealing the title belt. They had to tell us after the break. <laughs> they were like, and by the way, you stole the title belt. Like, oh, okay, that would have been nice to know. <laughs> I think it would be great if they put the belt on Brody Lee and just went right for it. Because I think a loss this early really would hurt him as the exalted one. I agree. And he can win it by having, like, those ten guys interfere yeah. or something. I mean, and, I, you know, John Moxley just took single-handedly took on the whole inner circle and beat them all. Now he's going to beat the whole Dark Order by himself? <laughs> like, he's not Superman. It's just Dean Ambrose, you know. Like, I hate, that's why I hate John Moxley. Yeah. 
Like, I don't know. It's this Superman role, stone cold role that he does there where like he can just take on whole people and it doesn't stop them. And mm-hmm. it's just not good. It's not it's not good. Uh, and then next we had an, a, a, another odd angle. First, you had QT Marshall get the shit beat out of him by Lance Archer. Uh, Lance Archer continues to let me down that he can't pick guys up and has to put them on the rope to do his big power move. And you're going to try and tell me that this guy's stronger than Braun Strowman? Shut the hell up. Get <laughs> out of here with that shit. I mean, it's uh, it's unbelievable. Like, I think he's a better athlete than Strowman. Probably. But, I mean, to say that he's so strong he can't even pick like qt and cole cabana up and like do a regular move he has to put them on the top rope those guys are a little chubby yeah they're a little chubby but i mean you don't think stroman or like (laughs) real powerhouse guys back in the day could pick those guys up like a lesnar or a you know i don't think he'd have any problem with those guys i like Uh, lance archer i do i like him um i thought the ending got a little strange there with jake the snake it did um, I give Brandy lots of lots of props for taking that snake and staying there like calm and letting it slide all over. I mean, that was weird. But I think uh, Jake took it a little too far when he was like yeah. on top of her. I was like, oh, that's not a good look. No, like, that, that's not. Yeah. But you don't hear anyone complaining about it. No one complained about it. I told you, AEW, they could you could have a guy sodomize a, a girl right in a ring and they'd be like, well, it's new. It's different. <laughs> We'll see that on WWE. You had WWE, you know, so a uh, little weird, but you know, Brandy did a good job. I, 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 do you think like Jake the Snake paid off Britt Baker to go attack her? That's probably going to be the story. Mm. And why did I don't understand why they picked Britt Baker of all the people they could have used? Because she's already involved in a bunch of other stuff. I don't know, maybe because she was there. Maybe sitting ringside. Um, then you had the street fight. Broken Matt Hardy, Kenny Omega versus the Lasex Gods. Um, what do you think about this? It was entertaining. What do you think about Matt Hardy doing the old Mick Foley going through all these different personas? Yeah, I thought it was stupid. Like, I'm not a Matt Hardy fan. And they're like, oh, he's in his Hardy Boy outfit. Oh, now he's in his Damascus outfit. I'm like, oh, is this gonna be a thing we do each week? Like, come on, man. Come yeah, on. probably. Um, but Jericho's great. Uh, I thought the match was also pretty fun, pretty entertaining. Yeah. Everybody in there can go. Yeah, this whole team back. And um, then they're setting up, what, double or nothing here in two weeks. Yeah. Which is going to be probably from Jacksonville, I'd imagine. I would, I would assume so, on pay-per-view. Yeah. That's, gonna, that's I don't think, going to be very good for that. Um, like WWE Network is one thing, ten bucks a month where you get a ton of other content, but yeah. I can't be paying seventy dollars or whatever it is for an AEW pay per view. Sixty-five dollars for a pay per view with matches that aren't even all put together yet. I mean, they're yeah. just kind of throwing some ones together here. Yeah, who can get to Florida or wherever we're going to be this day? Yeah. So um, yeah. Um, speaking of Jericho, um, have you listened? Did you happen to catch the revival on his podcast? I did. What were your thoughts on that? Yeah, it's all right. Like, I, I, I like them after like after hearing that interview. I, I like them more. Mm-hmm. It didn't seem like they were bitter. It just they wanted you know to be what? utilized. 
I'm kind of torn on them. Like, I, when I first hear it, was like, okay, you know, I understand what they're saying. I think some of the stuff that Dash Wilder or Cash, whatever it is, Cash I, think some, I think some of it was kind of bullshit. Like, when he, when he said, like, um, you know, I remember him tweeting things. Like, when they lost the belts, he, like, tweeted, like, you know, you know, we're the best, we shouldn't be doing it. And he's like, now he's like, oh, yeah, when I tweet, okay. I'm just joking. I'm just joking around. I'm in character. I'm like, okay, that's easy to say now. That way that takes care of, like, all the, the shit you threw. I do not believe that, like, he was like, I don't care about the belts. I think those guys believe, worried about the belts. I think they got pissed when they would have to lose the belts. Um, I don't know. Like, I mean, I, could, I don't know why they would lie about it. I don't know. I think they were really trying to put themselves over as, like, we just we just care about wrestling. We didn't care about this and you know, they lo- huh? They wanted they wanted to boost tag team wrestling. Yeah, they wanted to boost tag team wrestling. Um, I think they are totally signed with AEW too. <coughs> uh I don't think yet. I think they're gonna do an indie run and do all those matches they talked about on there, kind of like he did when he first left, because Cody kind of whenever he wasn't. Impact. He went to Ring of Honor. He was at New Japan. He went to Evolve. It was like, just kind of how they were setting up the whole like saying things like about the box. They were like talking shit on the box. I'm like, I don't know. And you kind of like if you go on the Jericho podcast, it's kind of like the stepping stone. The next you show up on Dynamite, you know. Yeah, but I can see them doing the indie route first. But here's the thing with the indie route: we don't know when the indie route's going to be back. They could go to Japan pretty quick, I bet. But when is Japan going to start doing live shows? I don't know. I mean, you know, I understand, like, if things were normal right now, maybe they would show up on, like, an episode of ROH, and then maybe they would show up at, like, shows all around Hit the Indie Route. But, like, with indie stuff not happening, you know, I know they were like, we're just going to enjoy sitting home. I'm like, don't be surprised at Double or Nothing or something like that that you don't see them or, like, whenever they're uh, I don't think they'll, they'll be quick to be there. I don't think they can go to Double or Nothing yet. I don't think they can, they're free to do that yet. Aren't they free now? I don't think so. I don't think it's been 90 days. Yeah. They were before all these other releases, but I don't think it was that far ahead. I guess we will see. I still have a feeling that like they were kind of working that angle with the Bucks. You know? I guess on being the elite, they were doing some FTR stuff too, and well, they've been doing that for like five or six years now. However, yeah. I mean that's a real early thing that they were doing. Yeah, but I would like to see them do the indie loop, but I mean it might just be a like I I don't want to sit at home anymore kind of thing. <laughs> they yeah, might just because t- I think they're going to land there eventually. Yeah, I think that's a given, but I I do think that they're going to try and go other places first. It'll be interesting to see what they're what they're like there. Like if they say it's just about the wrestling, let's see. I'm curious to see in a year how they are. If they're like, we're not champions here either. We're not really doing much. Uh, yeah. But you know, but we're, we're but we're taking losses for these other teams. Let's see how long that lasts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I heard the Britt Baker show too. I thought hers was was pretty good. Yeah, it was. Yeah, understanding her what she went through to be a wrestler and a dentist and all that. That was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. I liked her uh, talking Justin, about... Justin should uh, get her as a dentist. 
I thought she was a dentist in Pittsburgh. I didn't realize she's in Florida. Yeah. And then we had uh, Dark Side of the Ring. So you want to tell Justin what this one was about? It was about the uh, Herb Abrams story. What was the title of it? Uh, Cowboys and Cocaine. Ca- ca- cocaine and Cowboy Boots, I think, is what cocaine it was. Cocaine and Cowboy Boots, that's right. <laughs> so it was this guy, this promoter, <sighs> who nobody knows if he had money or not, who started a promotion to try and put the WWF out of business in the early 90s. Apparently, this guy went to Vince McMahon and said, hey, you give me the West Coast, I'll give you the East Coast and the Midwest. He's like, I just get the West Coast. And Vince McMahon's like, get out of here. He's like, who are you to try and challenge me or whatever? So that like got this guy, like lit a fire under this guy. And he went to a, a wrestling convention that some other dude set up. And he uh, announced his promotion that was going to be starting. And he was talking about how he had signed Blackjack Mulligan, who was currently incarcerated at the time, and Bruiser Brody, who was dead. Who died the year before. And he got all these guys to buy into it. He got a cable station to buy into it. And then it was just a train wreck from there because he literally put all his money up his nose and into hookers. So he hires he hires this one guy to, to be like this manager on the show, and he tells the guy tells the story that like he brought him into this room and he had this real expensive room. It was like, like in his name in this guy's name. The and manager. He's like, he's like, you know, he brings me into this room. He's like, this is where I'm gonna be staying. He's like, this is like big money. He said. Then all of a sudden, like two really unbelievably hot hookers come in with like a a pillowcase full of cocaine. He said, and then like. <laughs> He said it was so like uncomfortable. He's like, next thing I know, Herb Herb's like buck naked, just banging these like girls. He and he's like, boots on. He said, I, I I sat there for the whole night and watched this like completely weird event happen. And he was like, it was the longest night of my life. He's like, <laughs> I wanted to call the police, but he's like, the room's in my name, and this is all happening while I'm here. He's like, it's gonna be hard to explain to the police. That I'm not involved. Oh He's like, I'm waiting for a SWAT team to pop in the door any minute. And then this guy was like crazy. Like he said he would do things like wrestlers would come in and like be like, we're not working until we get paid. And he would like call this bank account and be like, and they would say, oh, there's millions of dollars in this account. But like the lady would say, and he'd be like, see, I got plenty of money. But then he would write them checks from an account that had no money in it and accounts <laughs> would bounce. And they're like, what, what account was he like? calling and getting like the lady to say you know there's millions of dollars in it it was so weird like his production crew tried to kill him one night they held him out of balcony out of a balcony in his hotel room yeah they tried to throw him out a window tried to kill him um he he had like this arena and tried to have this like big pay-per-view event and he's like it's gonna sell millions of of tickets and all this it was like 300 people showed up to a venue that holds like 10,000 people. Less than um, people ordered it on pay-per-view. Yeah, it was like 300 <laughs> people ordered it on pay-per-view, and that was it. And like, it did horrible. And you know, he had Mick Foley that was there as one of his stars, and and he just kept doing coke and doing all these crazy things. He tried to come back and do another pay-per-view at the MGM Grand, and was like <laughs> telling them in Vegas, he's like, I got the MGM Grand. They're like, holy shit. So they're like, this is his second chance or whatever. And he called them all up to the room. He's like, you guess this is like, this is going to change the game tonight. 
and he showed off that he had yellow cowboy boots, and that was his game changer for the night. Yeah, he told Mick Foley, I got something that's going to, like, change the game and make people go nuts, and it was yellow ostrich skin cowboy boots, and Mick Foley was like, how is this going to help us with ratings? You know? <laughs> but again, no one bought the pay-per-view, no one showed up, he lost millions of dollars, and um, it's nuts, but the nuttiest thing was his death, because, like, he had no family and like no friend, like no close family, no wife, no kids, no nothing. Till this day, people still don't really know how he died. Like he was in like some people think he faked his death. Yeah, he was like he was like drinking and doing cocaine again. And then they like were asking all these different wrestlers. They're like, what happened? And one guy was like, well, I heard like the cops beat the shit out of him. And he was like dead. And then another guy was like, no, he was doing cocaine. And then like the pimp showed up. He didn't pay the call girls and they killed him. And they're like all these stories about like how he died. And like, no one really knows how he died. And the other guy was like, I think he faked his own death. I think he's alive somewhere. He showed up one day and yelled at these people. And, and there was another UWF that started. And apparently some guy came in who claimed to be Herb Abrams Jr. And tried to shut them down. Yeah, it's crazy. And then like his best friend was like, you know, we were never really told anything because they're not like family or next to kin, so they didn't like know. But like the dude just died, and like no one knows like, why. No one knows why. To this day, no one knows anything more about it. They're all just sharing stories, but they all like really liked him. You know, they all thought he was like funny and energetic. He was just a con artist. It was so hilarious. Yeah, there was something about him that everybody liked because like everybody on the show, like he owed money to them because they, you know they work these shows or whatever that were just a complete bomb. And usually in the wrestling industry, like if you owe somebody money, that's like the kiss of death. They'll never for yeah. you again, speak of you or whatever. But this guy got away with it multiple times for some reason. Yeah. Like he would say things like, um, like after his ever, like Mick Foley was like, well, that was a huge bomb. And he was like, no, it wasn't. I had the MGM grand. And he was like, yeah, but it was a bomb. And he was like, he was like, no one showed up. He was like, so what? I still had an event at the MGA Graham. You know, like that was all he cared about. He actually told Mick Foley, don't go into the crowd because we don't want to see like the empty seats. So they had the lights all shut off. And like Mick Foley ended up going right into the crowd. And like you could see him wrestling and there's no one around. There's like three people watching it. <laughs> it was great. Um, yeah. It, I didn't know that this is like the first episode where I knew nothing about it. So it was, it was pretty cool. Like witnessing the first time. Yeah, it was, it was funny. Like I said, that show's good. They always have some really, really off the wall shit that just makes you laugh your ass off. Like what the hell is this guy doing? I don't even remember that. Well, they had a title belt, Justin. It said you. It had cut out gold letters on either side of it. It said UWF on one side, and then UWF on the other side. And then when we would hold it up by the center, it said FU. And he designed the belt like that for Vince McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny, Brock? If you look online, they had so many title belts. Yeah, they're like thirty different titles. They had like, they had like a title and. Everybody had a title. Every single person on the show like, had a title. Like, if you looked at people that held it, do you know actually who held one of their titles? No. It was like a television Eastern America. I mean, they all had these weird names, like the America's Champion. Um, Tyler Maine, Sabertooth, 
<laughs> so the old, from the accident that he was one of their champions at one time. That's great. <laughs> All their belts had one person that held their belt, and that was it. They because held their belt one of them. There was like twenty some championships, wasn't there? Yeah, something ridiculous like that, and they were only in existence for eleven months or something. Like that. Yeah. Oh <laughs> it was funny. It was definitely a good one. That was. Doctor D is still my favorite this season. Yeah. Next week is the Road Warriors. That should be good. That should be good, and then the season finale is Owen Hart, which I think will be awesome. Apparently, uh, Road Warrior Animal reached out to them to tell the story about the Road Warriors. So he's going to be a major part of it. Good. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm sad there's only two episodes left. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be Vice's highest rated show, though, don't you think? What the hell else is on Vice? It's all news stuff other than this, I think. Yeah. It's a Canadian channel. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it. Good stuff. So, um... You know, we got uh, Money in the Bank this week, and we'll see how that goes. And, uh, yeah, empty arena shows, man. That's all it is. Yeah, it's it's tough. I'm like, it's really hard to keep my interest, but I don't know. It's a new normal. Mm-hmm. All right, well, until next week, everybody, uh, take care. Hang in there. Stay healthy, stay safe, and we will talk to you later.